When you want to woo it's that woo woo. The whistles go woo. Then you got the flows. Decoration, man. Just for decoration. That's, That's it. it. Welcome back, everybody, to another edition of Loose Lug Nuts, the NASCAR podcast by the average fan for the average fan. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside my partner in crime, Thomas Dick. And Thomas, we got a lot to break down this weekend. We got three races in Las Vegas. We also have some other news around uh, NASCAR. Uh, bristol dirt track they're announcing their new procedures and details as well as circuit of the america testing but thomas it's back again and we are finally out of the state of florida and heading to the desert in nevada yep what uh what stays in vegas uh (laughs) god i messed up early in the thing what happens in vegas stays in vegas except for venereal diseases (laughs) I've heard that in a movie once or twice before. So we have a truck race uh, starting uh, tonight on Friday. Uh, tomorrow we'll have the Xfinity Series race. And then on Sunday we'll get to the Cup Series. But first, Bristol announcing, or NASCAR announcing their procedures for the dirt track race. It will be the first Cup Series race on dirt since 1970. And Thomas, they got some new uh, things going on. Qualifying will be a little bit different than what we've seen as well as uh, pitting. Oh, I, I love it. It, uh, you know, it reminds me of uh, going to the heart of Texas Speedway and I hope maybe uh, they add a demolition derby or, or bus races maybe after the main event. I think that would uh, make it the total dirt track feel. So the qualifying, the starting lineup and how it will be determined is uh, there will be four qualifying heats of 15 laps apiece. And then uh, the heat assignments and starting positions will be determined by a random draw conducted in order of current team owner point standing. So it'll be a little bit different than what we've seen in these last couple of years, uh, different metrics being used. But this one, we finally get back to a normal, a normal-ish type of qualifying. And then for the pit stops, teams are not allowed to ch- uh, change tires, add fuel, or work on their vehicles, except during the breaks between stages due to uh, going back on concrete with the dirt and they don't want the uh, pit crew members running out there and uh, in front of these cars. And then the exception will be uh, vehicles that are involved in accidents. Yeah, it, uh, it's going to add, add some different stuff. I think it's sort of all the, the stuff is fun. And, it, you know, I think for the, well, for the, uh, the pit crews, you know, a week off of, you know, sort of being able to relax that week's it, it's good for them. 36 weeks is rough. You know, give them a week off to just enjoy watching the racing. Um, I like all that stuff. It reminds me, Ty Gibbs, when he won that race a couple weeks ago, that was his first time ever doing live pits. So that that added more impressiveness to his wins last week. But love that, you know, they have a change for Bristol. You know, you go in there twice a year, you know, make it something different. One of the two stops. Yeah, and like I said, it'll be the first Cup Series race so there since 1970. But, uh, you know, all these guys probably got their start on dirt track. So it's, you know, going back to their roots. And and another good thing that we'll see is they'll have uh, some practice sessions, too. So we're kind of getting back to that normalcy pre-COVID uh, race weekend at uh, Bristol, which will be the at the end of the month. The March 28th will be the Cup Series race. But again, just nice to see is kind of get back into that uh, usual routine. And they've been doing it for the trucks every few years at uh, Eldora for the last few years. And this year, they're actually going to do it at Knoxville Speedway in Iowa. So good to see them uh, keep doing it, too. 
All right, so let's move on to Circuit of the America had some testing this week where they were testing out the tires. It was Chase Elliott, Brad Keselowski, and Martin Truex Jr. were among the three that were there. Uh, the race happening on May 23rd, and from all accounts, it seems like you know the three guys enjoyed the track. There's some challenges to it. Martin Truex said it's got a little bit of Sonoma and Watkins Glen to it, but a little bit different, older asphalt. But the guys really seem to enjoy it, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I know uh, Kozlowski mentioned that he got up to 185 and then they had to go as slow as 30. And uh, that's he said that's one of the bigger gaps you'll ever find in a race. Um, and we were excited. We're both in Texas. Um, and I mentioned in the first podcast why I think that's huge. So, um, you know, maybe we can get some of the hippies and uh, hipsters in Austin to, uh, to grow on uh, – to NASCAR, and that's what we're looking to do. That's why they're expanding. And I mentioned it to you. I think one of the things I'm wondering about, and we really haven't heard, is like, is Chicago land dead? Because if it is, that, I mean, that leaves a, a pretty huge void. I know uh, there's a lot of race uh, race fans in Illinois that'll be pretty upset if that goes away. I mean, they could make the drive up to to Road of America, but it, it's not a, a short drive, and I. I uh, I'm wondering what happens to Chicago land. Yeah, it doesn't look be, good. Yeah, it doesn't look good at all. But I mean, it would be exciting. Hopefully, we'll be able to go to Circuit of the Americas a little bit later on in May. But you know, it just adds a different course and something new. And like you said, you're just trying to get uh, more fans involved. Different, uh, you know, demographics. Maybe the hippies will come out and see the guys go 185 and then go 30. But I'm looking forward to you know something new you're coming up in a couple of weeks or a couple of months, I should say. Yeah. And all, I mean, all, all the drivers were raving about it, which is what you want them to do. You don't want them to go test out. Of course. I don't know if they would say, Oh, this sucks. Um, if it did suck, but they, they didn't sound like fake enthusiasm from what I got. And it should be pretty challenging. I saw it'd be 24 turns and about three and a half miles. So it should be a challenge yeah. for the guys. And I think that kind of puts them to the test and I hope they embrace that challenge, which I think they will. And, and it's, it's good to race that, of course, where Formula One races, like mentally fans could now see what's, you know, what the similarities and differences are. We always say what they are, but I mean, it's been years since I think Formula One used to run at Watkins Glen occasionally back in the 70s, maybe. Don't quote me on that. But yeah, I mean, it's this would be the first time in a long time that they've raced at, a, at the same course. So moving on to the truck series preview in Las Vegas, something uh, pretty cool that happened on Twitter. The Camping World CEO, Marcus Lemonis, stepping up in a big way, noticed that there were a lot of cars that were lacking sponsorships. So what he offered was $15,000 for the sponsorship of wrapped truck. And that $15,000 will turn into $25,000 if you finish in the top 10, $35,000 for a top five and 50,000 for a win. And this is just a pretty cool thing that just kind of happened over, you know, he just tweeted it out and, you know, now there's going to be multiple guys in the camping world uh, truck on Friday. And and it's good. Um, Anytime you can pump money into that um, lower tier, it's great for the teams and the drivers. They need to get money anywhere they can. And, I, I mean, I don't know if we talked to this camping world guy because we don't have a sponsor. And I think we could wrap our Twitter uh, uh, site with Camping World for yeah. a, a week, a month. 
Well, you a year? Long. You tell me who we have to beat, and we'll beat them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're putting that out there. Um, I'm I'm a huge I'm a huge fan of the trucks. I think to my I have more time Friday nights to watch racing than Sunday, so I get big into the trucks. Um, so I'm excited for for this. And like I said, the more money you can pump into that division. Um, and I love that division because you get, uh, I think even more so than in Xfinity, you get a mixture of old and new. And it's good to see those two like clashing on the track, old drivers and new drivers. And the good thing about uh, the sponsorship and the wrapping of the trucks is it's not just these, you know, schleps, as you would call them, you know, they're going to be in the back of the race. Uh, it'll be Sheldon Creed, Jordan Anderson, Norm Benning, Grant Enfinger, Raphael Lazard, Jesse Awuji, BJ McLeod, Dawson Cram, Tyler Hill, and Parker Klingerman. So a multitude of guys and, you know, ones that we've seen up in the front, like Sheldon Creed, Grant Enfinger's one at Vegas. So it's nice to see uh, Camping World step up, give these guys a chance. Joining those guys in the field are multi-time winners, Kyle Bush and Austin Hill, who will be starting from the back. And this is kind of um, similar to what we'll see uh, in the Xfinity races, some guys that have had some success, they're going to have to wor work their way through the field. Uh, so Kyle Busch won here three, four times in the truck series. Austin Hills won a couple of times. They're going to be starting from the back and working their way forward. And I, I'm, I'm putting my money in. It's, uh, I'm putting my money on Kyle Busch. Uh, we were talking about it. He hasn't won on the Cup Series in a long time. And uh, I, one thing I learned during quarantine, if you keep losing to the adults and uh, monopoly and risk, eventually you go back to the kids' table and you just dominate the little kids in Candyland and shoots and ladders, um, and you don't think twice about it. So I think Kyle, uh, I think Kyle wins this one, and he's the owner. So uh, uh, if they mess up on this truck this week, watch out. <laughs> It's starting in the poll will be Ben Rhodes. He's looking for his third win in as many tries this season. Won both uh, Daytona races earlier uh, this year. He's had a lot of success at Vegas. He has a win, three top five finishes, and five top tens in his eight starts. He'll be joined alongside Sheldon Creed in row one. But Ben Rhodes looking to go three for three uh, to start off the truck season. I think either one of those are, are a good bet. Sheldon Creed in the last four races there has the highest uh, average rating um, on driveraverages.com at 111.3. So um, he is my one that if Kyle Busch doesn't win, I think he uh, he has a good chance, especially uh, in the front row. Yep. So I'm going to go with Ben Rhodes. Actually, I think he's going to go three for three to start off. Thomas, you're going to go with Kyle Busch. We'll see what happens again. That race uh, is tonight, and it'll be a night race beginning at 8 p.m. Central Time, 9 p.m. Eastern. On Saturday, we'll see a new winner uh, as Chase Briscoe won both races last year, not in the race this season. Uh, Mike Snyder, who won last week, will be on the pole, looking to become the seventh driver ever in the Xfinity Series to win from the pole at Vegas, and these guys are back and ready to go. That race will begin at 4.30 Eastern, 3.30 Central on Saturday. Uh, yeah, definitely that race. I think if if I had to put my money on someone, 
if uh, Gregson doesn't rear-end anybody. Uh, <laughs> I, good money on him. Um, I think he has uh, three top fives in the last four uh, races there. Other person, I, I think you mentioned him too. I hope I'm not stealing him. Uh, I probably am. Justin Allgaier is running pretty good out there. And I want to say uh, he has the highest driver rating of any of the, the racers in the race. He's 110.5 uh, in the six races there. So, so there's, you know, I kind of previewed it, but Gregson starting 34th in the, the Saturday's race has never finished worse than six and Vegas is his home track. So it might be a good, a, be a favorite to win last season. He finished fourth and second. And as you mentioned, Alligator is another guy starting from the backs had great success. Uh, but he's had a rough go to start the season. His best finish was a 26th at Daytona road course and has had, you know, gotten to an accident twice. And his finish at the road course was the only time that he finished on the lead lap. So he's looking for a big bounce back. Yeah, if you can keep his hands at 10 and 2, you know, stay out of the accidents, um, he should finish well um, and definitely be in there to, to win it at the end. So who's going to be your prediction? Do you think Gregson can pull it out or who are you going? I, I, I'm going to go, I'm going to go uh, Gregson. I think, uh, I mean, he's definitely super hungry um, after last week. Hopefully he learned from last week. I don't know if he did. Uh, we shall see. Um and you'll you'll notice I didn't ma mention Austin Cindric. I hope he doesn't uh, hate me. But uh. well, that's what I was <laughs> gonna say. I was looking at Cindric starting in second, and uh, you didn't mention him. I don't think in our recap on uh, Monday when we recapped it, and I was hoping you'd bring him up again so we can start the counter and put the dollar in the jar for you. Man. I mean, I think he'll still be solid. Um, I mean, at this point, he uh, he just needs to stay out of trouble. Um, He's already in their chase, and uh, he's distant first place. Um, I think he'll be near the front, but I don't know. He, he really hasn't raced as well at this track as uh, the other racers, so um, that's why I'm not putting my money on this week. Not that, I've never actually gambled on NASCAR. I don't even know like if that would be fun. I don't know. I think it'd be just, <laughs> just putting that out. Stressful. <laughs> well, I'm going to go with Gregson, too. I just think he's too good. Uh, he's been really well this year, run uh, very fast, just hasn't been able to finish it. Sooner or later, he's got to finish, uh, you know, figure it out. I think he'll do it on Saturday. Heading into Sunday, the Cup Series race that will begin at 2.30 p.m. Central Time, 3.30 Eastern. And NASCAR is continuing this trend of getting NFL players involved. Derek Carr, the Las Vegas Raiders quarterback, will give the command and, you know, it's kind of nice to see last week we had uh, two attack of Iloa give the command. And this week we got Derek Carr. Yeah. And I, I was thinking, you know, the first four guys have been uh, Derek Carr to a tie of Iloa, um, Kevin James, and I believe Pitbull. So I think it would be really awesome to have a, a two on two football game, Derek Carr and Kevin James versus Pitbull and two a tie of Alunga. Who do you got? Uh, I think Pitbull is probably a little bit more athletic than Kevin James, so I'm going to give him and Tua the the slight edge because I, I feel like Tua. Uh, and apparently, Pitbull. you apparently you have not watched Paul Blart Mall Cop. Is he going to be on his little scooter or no? Um, I think he gets a scooter. <laughs> then I think that would give him the edge. 
but moving on here as we try to do every week do the wood brothers get their 100th win on sunday matt de benedetto finished second last year i will say <laughs> maybe <laughs> i'm uh my scale of one to ten on this one not feeling good i you mentioned he finished second last year was it yeah. But I'm looking, and his average average finish in his eight races there is 18.63, so closer to 19 and 18. <laughs> um, I have him at a three 3.7 this week. Yeah, looking at his previous result, again, he finished second in February of last year before the shutdown. His previous four, he finished 31st, 26th, 22nd, and 21st. I thought I was going to be a little bit more confident once I – Dove a little bit deeper. I'm going to go about a 4.4 on the Wood Brothers getting their gotcha. 100th victory. Now, we are looking, we've, we've had three different winners to start the year. We have a fourth new winner, which I think will happen. It would be the 23rd different season in the modern era that we've had four new winners. And we've kind of talked about this before, but I think this is pretty good for NASCAR that we haven't had a repeat winner to start the season. And, and mentally, I'm trying to shuffle it in my head. We had three different teams so far, I think. Yeah, because it would have been it would have been uh, McDowell, Joe Gibbs Racing, and then Hendrick. So three different. Yeah. So I mean, even that getting it mixed up for the three different, and I think um, some of the favorites in this year's race are from an even different one. I think the Penske's are, are probably the favorites with Logano and Kozlowski. Um, so you could be looking at a fourth race with a fourth different team winning. Yeah, and then this is a track where we've had some previous winners. And so we'll have six previous winners in the field. Four of the six have multiple victories. And as you mentioned, the Penske guys, Brad Keselowski and Joey Logano, along with Joe Gibbs Racing, Martin Truex Jr. And then uh, Kevin Harvick has also won there multiple times. So stacked field, and I think we'll get back to, you know, this – the simpler one and a half mile track that everybody's, you know, just a regular speedway that more guys are accustomed to. And one thing I noticed too, that everybody always puts Denny Hamlin up there, but he's kind of struggled at this track as well. Yeah. I have his average finish last uh, six races at 15.67. Um, closer to 16 and 15. Yeah. <laughs> closer. And, and he, uh, yeah, he's, he's had a, he had a accident um 2018 and then other than that he's been 10th 15 17 but he finished third in the last race there so maybe they're looking at he's got some momentum going but he had some doozies back there early in his career um he's had some 20th where he was running uh some 19th so not his favorite track um probably uh Maybe too much gambling. <laughs> Maybe visiting the casino. I don't know how close is this racetrack to the strip. I'm not sure. I'm have not to terrible Google. With geography. We'll have to Google map that for the uh, the recap. The uh, one guy that enjoys racing here, and we mentioned Brad Keselowski in the last eight races at Vegas. He's finished in the top ten, two wins. Uh, one of them coming in 2014, and then he repeated in 20. 16 so he's a guy i think you got to put the heavy favorite on him although vegas has martin truex is the betting favorite but i think keselowski he's going to be my pick to win on sunday just had a lot of success here 
Yeah. And uh, one of the guys was at a rough time of it. Your guy, uh, Chase Elliott, he's had two accidents there, um, finished 36th, 34th. And then he had two running where he finished. He led 73 laps in September, but finished 22nd. And he led 70 laps in the February 20 race. Uh, but finished 26. So he's run out front there, but uh, he hasn't, hasn't had much luck closing it. I was a week early on my prediction of Joey Logano last week, which was a terrible pick, just terrible pick, but I'm going with him. He's got two wins, three top fives in his last six races there. Um, and then for my, uh, I have Ryan Blaney. I'm putting down as my dark horse. I don't know. Did you say your dark horse? Uh, not yet. I'm putting, I'm putting Blaney as all the non-winners in the last six races uh, on there. He has the highest driver average rating. So I'm going with him as the, uh, as uh, my dark horse. My dark horse is going to be Kyle Larson. Uh, his last three out of the last four races, he's finished in the top 10, which included a runner-up finish in 2017 and a top, finished third in 2018 and 2019 he finished 12th and then last year he finished in ninth so he's going to be my dark horse one guy i did want to talk about we brought it up in the recap too was michael mcdowell who has been able to record three top 10 finishes to start the year one the daytona 500 ran really well at the road course and then last week was able to finish in the top 10 he's kind of struggled a little bit at vegas with his best finish being 18th in 2017, Thomas, does he get his fourth top 10 finish? I mean, there's a lot of people that run good here. Um, I, I don't see it. I mean, maybe, maybe he's got it, the mojo going, but yeah, like you said, his best finish was 18th and that's with a different team. His best finish with front rows 21st in the last race there. So I, that's an awfully big leap. He's been running well funnier things have happened but i if i had to pick whether he finished top 10 or woods brothers gets their 100th win i'd go with him finishing in the top 10 but yeah i don't <laughs> i wouldn't put my money on it not that i've ever bet on racing well there it is that's our preview hopefully we do a little bit better friend of the program luke hill and dominating us in fantasy early well, on, yeah so I, can't give away all of our picks i think someone slipped me a mickey sunday i had a busy week i actually had three baseball games i was working and then somebody who could have texted me uh, two hours earlier about, hey, did you change your team, waited until the race started and say, hey, did you forget to do something? So I did not get to, to, to put my team in. So I ended up having my road uh, course warriors in my lineup, and they didn't do very well. <laughs> That's it. And then hopefully next week we'll have a uh... – New segment for you with Cole Reed, friend of the program, bringing his segment. Unable to do it this week, but that will be next week. Want to preview it a little bit, but not too much. But before we finish up, as we do every week, let's break down our favorite paint schemes of the weekend. I, since I didn't get him this week, or last week, I get him this week. We got Quinn Hoff making his return in the eight ball uh, whiskey, chocolate whiskey car. It looks so sharp. And this Quinn is the only four-time best paint schemes guy. So uh, big ups to Quinn. Hopefully he uh, likes us on, on Twitter after a while. We've been pushing for it. Any yeah. listeners out there know Quinn. Tell him, hey, we got his back, man. 
and hopefully, and I'm gonna go. I'm going to actually do a specs tonight. And I'm gonna get me some eight ball if they got it, <laughs> and I might drink it while watching the race, Quinn. Well, as we talked about on Monday, hopefully if he wins, eight ball will decide to do a buy one, get one free, maybe. <laughs> My, uh, and then, uh, we'll, 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 no, no, you go with your one. You go yeah. with your one. I'm going to go to the, the moon. Doge, it's to the moon. The Doge coin 99 car Xfinity. Stephen Parsons driving that one. I don't want to brag, but I do got some Doge coin. I hope it does go to the moon, and I hope this race uh, brings it some publicity and the, and the price goes up. Just what a badass paint job. If you could watch the Xfinity race, um, just a sharp-looking car. That freaking dog gets me every time. If I could, if I can get a big head for my office or fat head, fat head, fat, fat head. head. If I can get a fat head of Dogecoin dog on my wall, whammo to the moon, my office would be. So Dogecoin, I don't know if they, they run it or if they have like a marketing team. Dogecoin sponsor us too. Will be the Camping World Dogecoin NASCAR podcast for the average fan by the average. Sponsored by Eight Ball Whiskey. <laughs> no, we're run by Eight Ball Whiskey. I'm run by uh, my my number two sharp looking car is uh, the, it's going to be actually it's racing in both um, series the Xfinity and the uh, the Cup. Uh, Garrett Smithley driving the. Uh, I, the official name of it, uh, the tra Trophy Tractors. And it's a Texas strong car. You know, we just had a deep freeze down here. But the car has what looks like treads running down the top of it, two sets of treads. You know how the big muscle Camaro cars have the, the racing, big, thick racing yeah. stripes over the hood. It's like that, but it's tire treads. Looks pretty sharp. And it's got a state of Texas, Texas strong on the hood. Um, I thought the blank strong stuff, I have a live strong arm bracelet. I thought that died a decade ago, but it's still going. My live strong wrist bracelet still going in Texas uh, strong trophy tractors. That's my number two. What do you got at number two? Uh, my number two is the number 37 Ryan Priest car. I like it because it's Natty Light, Natter Days. It's pretty sharp. Got the uh, yellow front, green numbers, got flamingos on the side as well, and then it transitioned into the green back. Might have to stop at uh, Walmart across the street from my place and get me some uh, Natty Light Natter Days. Natter Days, baby. So Natter Days on na Saturday and 8-Ball on, uh, on Sunday. My number three, it is the number 47 car kyle weatherman it'll be in the xfinity race he is driving the police officers association of colorado uh, california porac or po porac porac never said it out loud it is dressed up like a uh, police car and it's even got fake lights painted on the top it looks pretty sharp um trying to think if there's any uh i mean if Jeremy Mayfield was racing, he might pull over. <laughs> <laughs> well, my third one is going to be the number three, Austin Dillon Chevrolet Bet MGM. It's pretty sharp and black and gold. Probably takes me back to my Purdue days, but got the number three. It's got the giant lion on it. It looks pretty sharp. I like that one, but I'm excited to see the Kyle Weatherman one now that you mentioned that one. Man. 
Yeah, it looks pretty. It looks pretty sharp. And we'll post that on Twitter. You guys tell us your favorites. Like, follow, tell your friends. Um, I hope Evan doesn't say how many followers we have today. But Even it is more than what we had last time. So it is. We are to we are the moon. We're to, to the, the moon, moon, just like Dogecoin, and we are still the fastest growing NASCAR podcast in the country. And if you can prove otherwise, tell us. But until then, we'll keep saying that. So that will do it for our Las Vegas preview. We'll be back next week to recap all of the action. We're glad that you are uh, sticking around through us. This is our seventh episode. We're happy to provide all the NASCAR information and get more fans uh, invested into our favorite sport. And that's the sport of NASCAR. Thomas, thanks for joining me once again. We'll see everybody next week. Perfect. Thanks. And Matt DiBendetto, prove us wrong, please. Love you. Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. You're supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Woo-hoo!